This is the Tuscan Reader Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew. In this episode, going to be talking about Star Wars book news and a little bit more than that. And there's also going to be a Star Wars book review of The High Republic Mission to Disaster. <laughs> That's right. It's time to evolve. Time to move on from just talking about books. I can only go so far when it comes to talking about the books because I've read up to a certain point in the Star Wars Expanded Universe that, you know, I've got a lot to read. I've got a lot to read. But I have read the entire Star Wars canon, the novels, the YA books, the young reader stuff. Didn't get into all the comics. Of course, I did read a huge chunk of the comics for a couple years before I decided, you know what, no more. No more comics. I don't have time for them. I've got to keep up with all the other stuff. I've got other things that I like to do than just Star Wars, but, you know takes up most of the time so i thought you know let's, let's just talk about more than just star wars books today and uh, probably in the future I'm not going to be doing recaps of the tv shows or movies or anything like that we might talk about some movies eventually um that might be fun to talk about favorites do a ranking video or something like that rank the books that'd be great but in this episode you're gonna be talking a little bit about an author that passed away sadly there's been some book news Got a review of the Star Wars High Republic era YA novel, Mission to Disaster, that's um, been delayed, but I, I got a copy of it early. Thank you, Disney Lucasfilm Press, for that. I'm going to be reviewing that one here later on. But first, I want to pay respects to David Farland, also known as David Wolverton. He's an author, tragically passed away in January. It was a sad thing. I logged on to Twitter saw a tweet by John Jackson Miller saying that there was some issues with David Wolverton, and he had a link to the Facebook page where uh, David Wolverton's family had been posting status updates. It's very sad stuff, but he did pass away. Um, there was some miscommunication at first, though, because it was like, oh, he's David Farland has passed away. Oh, oops, no, he's actually still alive, but in intensive care. And then uh, just, I guess, not even the next day, just several hours passed, and, you know, he... Uh, he moved on out of this world, so uh, I'm sorry I keep going back between David Farland and David Wolverton, same guy, it's just, uh, you know, he wrote many novels, including Courtship of Princess Leia, which takes place in the Star Wars uh, New Republic era, it's one of the first Star Wars books that I read, not the first, but just, you know, one of them, and that book has a lasting effect on the entire Star Wars expanded universe, you know, it, uh, it expands the relationship with Han and Leia. Of course, in the films, we see that they've got a thing going for them, but uh, in this book, it really pulls their relationship together and changes the course of Star Wars in the entire expanded universe. You know, they get married, they have kids, drama continues. So, you know, thanks to David Wolverton. Um, he wrote many other Star Wars books and stories as well. So thank you, Mr. Wolverton, for providing these stories in the Star Wars expanded universe and all the other books that you gave to the fans. So... Thank you, may you rest in peace, and may God bless your family. And of course, there's no easy way to transition out of a news story about the loss of life. Just remember, respect people. Life is short, you never know when our time is up. So tell your family that you love them, tell your friends that you're thankful for them, that you love them too. Um, life's short, so take care of yourselves. Star Wars The High Republic is now over a year old. That's right, it turned one in January. 2022 it is now february so we're over a year now there was this high republic special anniversary thing and some news dropped on starwars.com about it 
And the phase two, I'm just going to read off the list here of what this entails. I know a lot of people probably don't care about the High Republic stuff. Um, I'm at that point now where I don't really, because this third wave has been pretty bad, in my opinion, guys. The Tuscan reader has sand in his eyes and doesn't think he's going to be able to read the latest book that's out there, Midnight Horizon, because the first two books, the novel, The Fallen Star was uh, a train wreck. The young reader book, Mission to Disaster, that was a disaster. I'm just... I, I've heard things about Midnight Horizon from other reviewers, friends of mine that have read it early. I've had it early, and I just didn't haven't had a chance to get to it yet. And from what they've told me, I'm not going to enjoy it. So I'm, I just... I, I don't care to really get into it. I don't know that I will... If I get an audiobook version of it, I will listen to it, but I don't want to waste my time, my precious time that I have. Seriously, I'm not joking about the precious time. It's precious time. I got a family of, you know, three kids, wife, bills to pay, a dog now. Got a dog for Christmas. So I've got a lot of mouths to feed, so a lot of work to be done around here, and other stories that I would like to read other than boring Star Wars. Two of the three books in Phase 1, Wave 3, have been very inconsistent with what's been established already. Characters have changed drastically uh, without anything changing in their life. It's like a completely different character. Certain plot points have been changed as well, and it's it doesn't make any sense. I'll get it. You could, if you want to know what I'm talking about, just listen to my review of Mission to Disaster. I'll explain a little bit more about that in that review. It's just... Things are not adding up right, and I'm not happy about it. The woke culture crap that keeps taking place in these books is just nauseating. I can't wait for it to stop. I don't know why I said I can't wait for it to stop, because I have a feeling that it's not going to stop. It's just going to be beaten over our heads until we quit reading altogether. But there is the woke crowd that just has to have it. It's so weird. It's it's weird and it's disgusting. Sometimes I think it's it's getting into the creep zone of pedophilia. It really is. Because it's all aimed really at the YA books and the junior reader books. It's just getting disgusting. I don't like it. I'm not happy with it. But anyway, the news for the one-year anniversary special. We had uh, number one, phase two, Quest of the Jedi, begins in October 2022. Uh, the final wave of books and comics in phase one, Light of the Jedi, uh, are over. Okay, so... The next phase is going to be called Quest of the Jedi. Cool, I guess. But Phase 2 won't be picking up where we left off with the Fallen Star. No, they're going to be going back in time 150 years. Why? I don't know. Uh, but the website says, For new tales that serve as prequels to what we've experienced so far. So, right now, with Phase 1, we were 200 years in the past from the, uh, what, the Anakin Skywalker story. So 200 years back. And now we've got to go 150 years back for a prequel of 200 years ago. So backtracking. So with the events that take place in The Fallen Star, the third book in Wave... I get so tired of this. The final book of Phase 1 ends with, you know, kind of like a cliffhanger. So now we've got to wait for what? three more novels before we get back to where we're at after The Fallen Star? Is that what we're doing? 
because that's kind of stupid. I don't know that I like that, but you know, it is what it is. Phase 2 is going to be bringing in more authors to the High Republic. We've got Zordaya Cordova, who wrote A Crash of Fate. It was a YA novel. We've got George Mann, who's written some Star Wars stuff like Myths and Fables, Dark Legends, and collaborated with another author to do Life Day Treasury. We've got Lydia Kang, who has written stuff for From a Certain Point of View, The Empire Strikes Back, and Tessa Grattan, who is new to writing Star Wars, but will have something in this anthology called Star Wars stories of the jedi and sith so new authors for star wars the high republic the list goes on to say that kevin scott's going to be writing more for marvel charles soul is going to be exploring the backstory of a really interesting character in my opinion uh, porter ingle cool jedi i actually did like that from light of the jedi uh so getting backstory on him that might be fun so like i'm not going to write everything out with star wars uh, i'm i'm going to try to hang in there We'll see how Phase 2 treats me, or Wave, yeah, Phase 2. Daniel Jose Older is going to be doing Dark Horse comics, so, yeah, they've, I guess, dropped the IDW line, and they're going to be shifting that over to Dark Horse now, so, interesting. The list here on StarWars.com goes on to say that Justina Ireland and Tessa Grattan are going to be teaming up to write the first YA novel of Phase 2. So two authors, one YA book, and it says Claudia Gray is participating in the next phase but cannot tell us what her project is. So I I could be wrong, but I think Claudia Gray is always saying that, right? Like, I am working Star Wars, but I can't confirm what that is. So, like, it's some sort of major tease. I don't... Do a lot of people really care at this point? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I've just lost so much interest in star wars lately uh, because of the ya stuff and the junior reader books so i've bashed on star wars the high republic wave three you look back i really enjoyed the first book light of the jedi by charles soul i liked Kevin scott's second book the rising storm the third book fallen star by claudia gray i can't stand it the more time that's passed since i've read it the more like disappointed i am with it I don't like bashing these things because I know a lot of people put a lot of hard work and energy into it to try to make a really cool, cohesive story that is just epic. But it's starting to fall flat. The YA novels, I can't stand at all. I thought they've always been garbage. I know there are people out there that like them. I am not one of those people. Young reader books, I don't really care to read them, but I've enjoyed the stuff in The High Republic. While recording this episode... Star Wars news dropped. We've got something new here to talk about with the books. The Star Wars High Republic show. Some YouTube show. Never watched it. A friend of mine said, hey, Star Raptor said it. Star Raptor, Chris from Star Raptor. You can go check out his, his content. It's awesome. Um, he said, hey, book news. So I went over to StarWars.com and saw the book announcements. And this first one on the Star Wars website looks very dull to me. It's The Art of Star Wars The High Republic by Kristen Baver. Uh, Why is it boring? Well, it has some pictures on the website of what to expect, and it's just the characters drawn out, like cartoon characters. So pretty boring. Um, Colorful character palette, I guess we could say. Uh, So no surprise there, but yeah, it doesn't look very exciting. We've got uh, Tessa Grattan and Justina Ireland writing the YA novel, and that title is going to be Path of Deceit. 
of next, George Mann writing the junior novel, and that is the Star Wars The High Republic Quest for the Hidden City. We've got more comic books uh, from Dark Horse. It's going to be written by Claudia Gray. Remember, uh, Claudia Gray said, oh, I'll be doing something, but I can't tell you what it is. It's just a comic book, guys. She's writing Quest of the Jedi for uh, Dark Horse. But the thing that I'm more excited about out of all of this stuff is the adult novel, uh, just because I I like the adult novels more than the other stuff recently. So Convergence is the title, written by Zordaya Cordova. Uh, she also wrote this Galaxy's Edge, A Crash of Fate YA novel. Now, I remember that book being pretty boring, and I can't really recall anything else about it. Not memorable. And, of course, we've got more comic books from Marvel coming, and Edge of Balance, that manga, is going to be coming out on digital February 22nd, and uh, it says print edition will follow, so uh, printing is delayed. I guess, on that one. Interesting. The High Republic number 15, Eye of the Storm number 2, arrives on March 2nd, but I don't care about the comics. And that wraps it up for the book news. Star Wars video games. Those are pretty fun, at least most of the time. One of my favorite games of all time remains uh, to be Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Very fun game. I played that on Nintendo 64. I can't remember the exact year. It's got to be between 1996 and 1998, something like that. I read the novel not too long ago, Shadows of the Empire. I think it was Steve Perry. I, I think that's got to be the author. I, I have to check on that. Confirmed to be Steve Perry. I did not like reading the novel. It was very weird, very uncomfortable, kind of creepy. One of the characters in there, very gross. Um, treated Leia pretty nasty. Didn't like it. But the video game, I loved it. Such a good video game. We also had Star Wars Rogue Squadron, which came out a little bit closer towards the release of Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Remember that? You had to pilot all sorts of Star Wars spaceships, including the Millennium Falcon and uh, Naboo Starfighter, which was a lot of fun. And I remember playing some PC games like Republic Commando. That was a neat one, which I know that one is on Xbox. Uh, my son purchased that one not too long ago on the Xbox. I need to check on the other ones like Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. Those were fun games. I believe you were Kyle Katarn, which is like a you know expanded universe character that pops up in the books. Very very fun games. Man, a lot of good memories of those. There's another like a strategy game that I played in college on my computer where uh, you got to I can't I can't remember what it was called, but I know that there was another one kind of like it that was like. Eight, maybe Age of Empire? Is that what? Does that sound familiar to anybody? Let me know. Shoot, shoot me an email or leave a comment about uh, Age of Empire, where you got to create the world and build up your technology and all that stuff. That was really. I remember that game, whatever it was called. I remember that, and it was a lot of fun. Played that in college with my roommate, and we always used to battle each other because you could connect your computers to play it. Oh man, S such a good time. We had Star Wars The Force Unleashed. That was a fun game. I enjoyed that one quite a bit. And then the sequel, Force Unleashed 2, a lot of people did not like that one. I remember getting really frustrated with it, too, because it was very short. Like, I remember sitting down after purchasing it, playing it, and beating it, you know, within, what, eight hours or so? Maybe that's an exaggeration, but it was extremely short. Beating it the same day you buy a game, that's not fun. That was like, wait, there's no way that the game is over. And it was. And that was a real, like, bummer of that time period. 
But now we've got more video games like uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is an incredible game. I like that one so much. The adventure. Oh, man, you got the cool characters, great graphics, the music. The music is so good in this game. I remember like just stopping when I'm playing and listening to the music and getting on iTunes, whatever, looking for the soundtrack, and they never had it. I was like, what's going on? How come this game doesn't have a soundtrack? I got on Twitter, started you know, tweeting at the, the composer and the game developers and just like, hey, where's the soundtrack? Where's the soundtrack? At Lucasfilm, hey, where's the soundtrack? And finally, it, it released. And as soon as it did, I purchased it because it is incredible. If you haven't listened to that soundtrack, do so. It's it's great. I really enjoy. It. I don't have the name of the uh, the composer uh, of the soundtrack, sadly, because I'm just kind of recording um, from my mind. <laughs> Should have done a little bit more research, but I didn't. But there is some new game content coming. I was on Twitter and saw this tweet from IGN that said. EA's Respawn Entertainment is working on three new Star Wars games. There's going to be a strategy game, a first-person shooter, and a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So that had me excited. I hope it has another great soundtrack because I would like to have more music. Um, I'm going to be really disappointed, though, if it doesn't work on the Xbox One. I'm not a huge gamer. I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a gamer at all. I just, you know, I'm still trying to play Red Dead Redemption 2 every now and then. Uh, very rarely do I pick up the controller and play. So um, I'm not big into it. I don't know all the technology behind everything. I'm on Xbox One. I've got an Xbox One S in a different room. So I don't know if there's a newer system out there that's going to cancel out what I've got. So if it's going to be a, a new system type game, then screw it. I won't be able to play it for another um, who knows, maybe five years when it's uh, no longer cool and just you know, relevant. So now let's get into the spoiler-free review in this episode, Mission to Disaster. Star Wars The High Republic Mission to Disaster was written by New York Times best-selling author Justina Ireland and published by Disney Lucasfilm Press. Uh, thank you, Disney Lucasfilm Press, for sending out this copy for me to review. So this is the third and final High Republic Junior novel for the first phase of the High Republic. Of course, we're going to get more Junior novels in the next phase, but this Junior novel actually takes place before the events of the Del Rey adult novel, The Fallen Star, written by Claudia Gray. So if you want to read these things in order, you need to wait for this book to read The Fallen Star. So I might be a little bit too late for that, for most of you that are interested in reading the High Republic stuff. But uh, this book was available early on digital, or it was released when it was supposed to be on the digital format. Uh, the print copy was delayed for some reason. I guess they had issues with the printing process, but uh, the, the book is coming out in physical form March 1st, 2022. So now we're going to get into the summary of what this book is all about. And what I'm going to do is make this a little bit easier on myself and read the PR letter from Disney Lucasfilm Press. Uh, it's got a little, you know, copy here about what the book is about. Thought it might be fun to just read that to you and then give you my overall thoughts on this story. So let's get into it. The Jedi think the dreaded Nile martyrs have all but been defeated. Their leader is on the run and their numbers have dwindled. The Jedi Knight Vernestra Rowe hopes this means she will finally have time to really train her Padawan, Emery Cantaros. But reports of a Nile attack on Port Halep soon dashed those hopes. 
for not only have the Vanile attacked the peaceful outpost, they have abducted Vernestra and Emery's friend, Avon Staros. The two Jedi set off for Port Halep, determined to figure out where the Nile have taken their friend. Meanwhile, Avon must put her smarts and skills to the ultimate test as she fights for survival among the Nile, and uncovers a sinister plan. Can Vernestra and Emery find their friend before disaster strikes? So as this is a spoiler-free review, if you would like to know the answer to that question, well, you're going to need to go get this book and read it for yourself to find out if they uh, indeed saved the day. So now let's get into what I thought about this book. It was very boring, very dull. I sat down to try to read a chapter, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to read a couple chapters. Well, after like 20 minutes or so, I had to put the book down and walk away from it because it was just so boring predictable things were not it's not fun it's not fun to read i just i tried to get into it because when i sit down to read a book i want to enjoy it i'm spending a lot of time reading these books reading these stories thinking oh it's gonna be kind of fun it's gonna 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 go on a cool adventure what we've got such boring and bland characters that have nothing cool you know nothing to offer i'm not i don't care about these characters uh, you know i'm not gonna lie and, and say that uh, i didn't get any enjoyment. There were some fun parts of it, but even with the previous junior reader books, they had some good things. They weren't bad, but they also weren't the greatest. One of the issues I had with this book was the same thing that happened with The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray, the adult novel, is that there are inconsistencies. It's like the writers stopped working together or just stopped caring about the story and just wanted to get their paycheck and like, oh yeah, I got another book, another bestseller book, because it's Star Wars. There have been things established in the previous stories, such as certain character traits, uh, villains doing certain things, like, on a regular basis, and apparently now, it's like, brand new, and the Jedi are like, wait, why are the Nile doing this now? It's like, you guys have known this already, we, we talked about this in the first novel. What I think needs to be established is a story group with the Star Wars books. If maybe some sort of database that's easily accessible, I don't know how they could figure this out, but make sure that they have things lined up so there's not a bunch of things that don't make sense. For example, in the Alphabet Squadron, uh, one of the books mentions the planet Troyth. 200 years, two, two centuries, which is 200 years, before those events of Alphabet Squadron. We had the capital of the galaxy, of the Republic, on this planet called Troyth. It was the center of politics for the galaxy. And, well, then all of a sudden the High Republic comes along 200 years, two centuries before the events of, you know, the Star Wars Galactic Civil War. Troyth is, not in, is non-existent. What happened to Troyth? Forget that. Galactic politics all centered on Coruscant still. It makes no, and then even in the High Republic, the first novel, it talks about how, or it might have been the Rising Storm. I can't remember which novel it was, but it was talking about how the politics have just always been on Coruscant. And it's like, what about Troyth? What happened to that? We need a story group that keeps track of this stuff so things are consistent. I mean, it's only been like four books, and they, the Jedi have already forgotten what the Nile do. It's. It's stupid. It's I'm wasting my time with these young reader books. If they're not going to be consistent with everything else, well, I, I say that, but I, I, I just mentioned with Alphabet Squadron talking about Planet Troyth and the High Republic mentioning Coruscant, it's already the whole 
era is inconsistent with what's already been established beforehand, before they did the High Republic. So that's dumb. Um, we need a story group. that Get it together. And as I mentioned before, the character's very uninteresting. Jedi Vernestra, Vernestra Rowe, or Rue, whatever they want to, whatever you call it. She's like the youngest Jedi Knight ever. She's this prodigy. She has her apprentice, and I think she's like 15 or something. It, it's silly. It really is. And I'm one of the other things that I'm really sick and tired of reading about is the sexual content in these books. The YA and the junior reader books are really focusing on it. And it, like, at what point, when you talk about sexual preferences and all that stuff in a junior reader book, which is designed for like ages probably 8 to 12 or younger, why are you doing that? At what point does that become like a pedophilia or something? It's, it's gross. It's disgusting. I'm sick and tired of it getting its nasty little foot into the Star Wars young reader stuff. Stop it. I don't want to hear about all this nonsense with the sexual content in the young reader and the YA stuff. This is the reason why I don't want to read any of the junior reader books anymore. And same with uh, Into the Dark, making me not want to read any more YA. Uh, what was the other one that came after that? It was just as bad. Out of the Shadows, which I can't even remember what happened in that book. Oh, and and why can't I remember what happened in that book? Because nothing happens. Nothing happens in these books, except for the adult novels. Those are the only things that actually have an interesting story, or doing something fun. This book gets a, a, a D minus. D minus. Wow, okay, so Mission to Disaster turned out to be a disaster. We're going to wrap things up here at the Tuscan Reader Podcast, episode 11. Remember, hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet. Check me out on YouTube where you can find the video format of this same podcast episode. You might see some other stuff pop up over there. Uh, we've got more things coming in the future. Don't forget, we've got Queen's Hope coming out pretty soon. So the third and final book in the Queen trilogy, Queen Amidala trilogy. What do they even call Padme trilogy? Maybe that's what it is, the Padme trilogy. Got the third book coming soon. Possibly going to be a review here for that one. Um, and some other stuff. So hit that subscribe button. May the force be with you.